12th November 2021 a day to be marked as a holiday for Swifties and it should be called the Red Taylor's version Hello everybody welcome back to the podcast the teen gene i am your host dhruvi and as you must have guessed it today we are talking about red taylor's version taylor swift released her re-recorded album on 12th november this year titled red taylor's version and i was so excited for it shout out to all the swifties listening to this by the way but before i dive into the whole album and two new music videos or the easter eggs let's start from the very beginning For those of y'all who don't know why she's re-recording her albums, here is a little article I found on the internet. She announced that she will be re-recording her albums released between 2006 to 2017 that were initially produced by Big Machine Records because when she was 15 years of age, Swift signed a 6-album record deal with Big Machine Records. Through this deal, Swift effectively gave Big Machine Records full ownership of the masters, that is the official recording of a song of all the music on her forthcoming albums, including videos and album art, licensing them to use it in any way they wished. That left Swift with no control over how, when, and to whom these rights could be sold. This is why in 2019 when Scooter Braun bought Big Machine Records for 300 million dollars he correspondingly acquired the masters in Swift's 6 albums. Swift had no say even revealing that she was treacherously given no notice of the transaction. Her masters were sold once again in November 2020 to a private equity firm called Shamrock Holdings. So now she's re-recording her first 5 albums since November 2020 and we couldn't be happier. So let's move on to the actual tracks on the album and let's start with my favorite tracks on this album. Honestly, a lot of them are great, but my personal favorite has always been 22. I also love We Are Never Getting Back Together and I Knew You Were Trouble. The beats to that song are just oh my god. Then there's Holy Ground and I Bet You Think About Me. But the top one right now for a lot of people and me is the 10 minute version of all too well to be honest i hadn't really listened to it a lot earlier but now with the tracks from the vault and it being a 10 minute version i just had to listen to it again and i'm so amazed taylor swift literally leaves you speechless and amazed every single time when taylor swift was on the tonight show show with jimmy fallon she revealed that this song was actually originally recorded when she was rehearsing for a show and she was just sitting there with all the other members and she was just playing this song uh, for like 10 minutes on her guitar and it just went building and building and building and later her mother just went to a guy and she's like did you record this and he gave her a cd and he was like yeah here it is <laughs> and i would say we are very very lucky and very grateful to that guy who actually did record it so on that note let's talk about the music videos she released a music video for the 10 minute version of all too well and i bet you think about me so let's jump into the first one All Too Well is a song which has always connected with Taylor's audiences a lot. She did reveal in an in an interview during the premiere of the uh, short film of All Too Well that it is a song that is 
uh, that really connects her with her fans and it is a little sort of a sort of a message among them and i truly think that it is a really heartfelt song all the emotions in that song even when she performed it on snl you could tell the anguish the anger the pain that went into that song when she was so much younger of course you know it's because of her breakup with jake gillenhall but we will also be getting into that shortly for now let's talk about the music video first of all let's just get it out there sadie sink and dylan o'brien are so awesome i mean i have watched sadie sink in like stranger things but that screen is mostly focused on uh, millie bobby brown but sadie sink is just so talented and she pulled this off really really well i'm going to remember this all too well for all my life and dylan o'brien was obviously amazing there was certainly a lot to reflect upon in the aftermath of the short film's debut that dinner party scene the devastating new verses including plenty of easter eggs that she left for us to decipher next we come to that uh, scene in the forest where uh, dylan and sadie are walking and he has his arm around her and everybody went crazy on twitter and they also posted the picture where jake gillenhall and taylor swift were captured walking in new york and she has her arm around him and he's holding on to it so when they say that taylor swift is very intentional with what she puts out they are right they are so right and she just made it so obvious and now we come to the age gap in the 10 minute version of all too well brought to light the age difference between the song's couple with lyrics like i'll get older but your lover stay my age you said if we had been closer in age maybe it would have been fine as the song is widely believed to be about jake gillenhall who is 9 years older than taylor swift fans took note of the age difference between dylan o'brien and sadie sink and guess what sadie is 19 and dylan is 30 so coincidence never just like i said i know there are a lot of by the way i know there are a lot of easter eggs but i'm only going to cover a few because i mean i don't want to rob actually i'm not even robbing i'm pretty sure the swifties have already deciphered it some fans recognized the note taylor left in the all too well book taylor included a short snippet of her writing the words just between us did the love affair maim you too We now know those words are lyrics from the 10 minute version of All Too Well and the book she is writing in it is the blue covered All Too Well novel. I mean her mind with her mind she is blowing our minds. And those were just some of the uh, easter eggs in All Too Well. What I really love is that okay first of all a redhead actress Sadie Sink red please and in the end taylor swift with red hair she looked gorgeous i didn't exactly like the ending too much but it was good the entire video was so amazing especially uh, keeping in mind that this is taylor swift's directorial debut this like she's just so talented how can she be such a good songwriter such a good singer she i mean she obviously plays the guitar very well the piano and then she can direct so well Um I'm sorry you are a superhuman thank you very much and then we come to the second music video that is I bet you think about me this is a very very special music video because Blake Lively and Taylor Swift have written this together and this has been directed by Blake Lively she is another multi-talented woman by the way 
and I really really love her a lot. You know, but what I do find strange is that her husband is Ryan Reynolds and he's best fr- sort of best friends with Jake Gyllenhaal. Like this entire connection, all these connections in Hollywood are like so weird. Like I just sometimes wonder like wouldn't they be bumping into a party somewhere? <laughs> but anyways, talking about the music video everything literally everything signifies red her dresses her suit her gown everything first of all let's just get it out of the way once again that taylor swift was looking amazing in that wedding dress let's talk about the star of the music video miles teller miles teller is an actor whom you might have seen in um, divergent project x footloose the spectacular now If this song is also inspired by Taylor's IRL ex Jake Gyllenhaal, her casting another successful actor may be alluding to him and his career. Then let's talk about the scarf. The infamous scarf. We have heard all about it in All Too Well as a physical scarf that turned into a metaphor. Of course it makes an appearance in the short film starring Sadie Sink and Dylan O'Brien, but it also shows up in I Bet You Think About Me. Taylor gifts the scarf to the bride in a red box while she is giving a speech. This can be taken as a full-on shade or just a warning. Either way, it only adds on to the theory that this song may actually be inspired by her romance with Jake. Then we come to the wedding cake. The way she rips off that wedding cake, by the way, I'm really feeling sorry for whoever made it. But again, that's Blake Lively's directorial genius. Now there are theories already floating around that the wedding cake in the I bet you think about me video has five tiers one representing each of Taylor's albums that she slated to re-record. So can she give us a little bit less hints? She's literally playing with our minds. The bottom tier's birds are reminiscent of Taylor's 1989 sweater while the one Above it has a love monogram that looks like the ring she wears on the Red Taylor's version cover. The roses on the third tier could be a reference to her back to December lyrics from Speak Now and the top tier of the cake is clad with ice 13s and 26s. The top tier could potentially be a clue to how many days we have till Tay's next re-record. Then we come to the wedding. The setting for this video takes place at the wedding of who seems to be Taylor's ex. She knocks over the groom cake topper, smashes a piece of red velvet cake, teaches the kids table to flip someone off, dyes beverages red and gives a speech. Fans may take this as a major easter egg to speak now, which is an album Taylor has yet to re-release. The title track of 2010 record details a fictional story about someone objecting to a wedding. In Speak Now the narrator wants to end up with the groom but in I bet you think about me video she seems to be having fun with no desire to be with him And of course we have to talk about the uh, the part where she dances with him and then she just changes into that beautiful red gown and she starts singing with her guitar and I just mean I mean the editing the direction I mean to say that these are awesome aesthetics is just subpar okay that's subpar like everything is just so amazing then we come to uh, the taylor and jake story you know one thing i want to say about this is that with all due respect to everyone 
I do think that Jake Gyllenhaal is an uh, amazing actor. Okay, like if you have seen his work, you know that that he is a great actor. But having said that, I have heard a lot of stories. I have read some stories that he did break Taylor Swift's heart real, real bad, and we can see that she was hurt in this album. But the way people are trashing Jake Gyllenhaal on like Instagram and everything, I just think that's not fair, you know. Like he's living a life now. She has her own life. She is happy right now. I just think that this re-recording shouldn't be like a rush of uh, hating someone again just because of something that happened in the past. But having said that, I think that the way Taylor Swift or even Olivia Rodrigo, who is a fan of Taylor Swift's, channel all their anger and emotions into a song is just so fabulous. Obviously, we get masterpieces from it and we get to listen to it. But um, the way she has recorded "All Too Well," "I Bet You Think About Me," or even uh, songs like uh, "Holy Ground" or um, "I Almost Do," we are never getting back together. I think it's just such a great way to show her emotions and to connect with her fans. A lot of fans all over the world, whoever have experienced this, they just connected with this album with her so much. And I also think that the all too well 10 minute version has uh, given people the chance to think about how they must have treated themselves, blaming them for whatever must have happened in their life, and now just showing self love. Like, you know what? I think I was correct in feeling that way. and whoever you are out there if you are listening to this i think you are correct in feeling that way if taylor swift can record her albums and show her anger i think that it's only fair that even if you can't write a song you are allowed to feel anger and anguish and pain and cry sometimes well now uh, in the interview where she was uh, when she went for the premiere of all too well a reporter did ask her that uh, a lot of fans are saying that you know it's about jake gillen hall and she all she said was that i think that this is uh, a song that i share with my fans and it is uh, between us and i love the reaction to it and let's just say that it is out there for the people to enjoy and to relate and i really think that that's good that she's not exactly you know promoting all the hate that people are giving out but uh, i just love her energy and i can't wait for her to re-record 1989 that is another one of my favorite albums but i think taylor swift is a legend and she's just so amazing and she has given us enough songs to last till the end of this year hoping that next year will be even better And on that note I will see you next time I hope you enjoyed it bye Hey everyone long time no see welcome back to my show the teen gene I am your host Dhruvi and I'm so grateful that you tuned in for today's episode It has been some time It has been some time or like Americans say a minute since the last episode which by the way was about Taylor Swift's album Red Taylor's version I have been very busy lately because as a lot of you might know by experience this is deadline season so there are some projects to be completed and obviously an extensive syllabus and so I have been busy I just feel that even we should have a long christmas vacation to enjoy the festive mood We literally have two exams in the very first week of January. At least that's something we can look forward to uh, other than winter which doesn't seem to be in the mood of arriving in Mumbai. 
I agree that we don't exactly have winters per se, but it's definitely cooler and I get to wear the clothes that I really love, especially because half my wardrobe is sweaters. But I do actually have some cool things to look forward to, like a few books on my reading list which I'll buy on Christmas. Currently, I am reading Murder of Currently I'm reading Murder of Roger Ackroyd by Agatha Christie and it's obviously amazing. I have completed more than half of the book which I'm proud of by the way because the only time I get to read is before I go to bed so that's pretty good since I've been only reading for like 3 days. Obviously I love Agatha Christie so we can move ahead. <laughs> I'm also having my cousins over ne- next week. I'm also having my cousins over next week and I'm so thrilled about it. We have so much planned for just those two days, like for a night out. So yeah. Then I'm also having a secret Santa event with my college friends, and I am super excited for it. I think it's a great idea to sort of get to know each other better, though it does give a little anxiety as to what would be the perfect gift. But you don't have to worry about it because this episode is all about a perfect gift guide for you. because this episode is a gift guide for christmas so stay tuned hey everyone long time no see welcome back to my show the teen gene i'm your host dhruvi and i'm so grateful that you tuned in for today's episode it has been some time It has been some time or like Americans say a minute since the last episode which by the way was about Taylor Swift's album Red Taylor's version. I have been very busy lately because as a lot of you might know by experience this is deadline season. So there are some projects to be completed and obviously an extensive syllabus and so I have been busy. I just feel that even we should have a long Christmas vacation to enjoy the festive mood. we literally have two exams in the very first week of january at least that's something we can look forward to uh, other than winter which doesn't seem to be in the mood of arriving in mumbai i agree that we don't exactly have winters per se but it's definitely cooler and i get to wear the clothes that i really love especially because half my wardrobe is sweaters but i do actually have some cool things to look forward to like a few books on my reading list which i'll buy on christmas currently i am reading murder of currently i am reading murder of roger ackroyd by agatha christie and it's obviously amazing i have completed more than half of the book which i'm proud of by the way because the only time i get to read is before i go to bed so that's pretty good since i've been only reading for like 3 days Obviously I love Agatha Christie so we can move ahead. <laughs> I'm also having my cousins over ne- next week. I'm also having my cousins over next week and I'm so thrilled about it. We have so much planned for just those two days like for a night out. So yeah. Then I'm also having a secret Santa event with my college friends and I am super excited for it. I think it's a great idea to sort of get to know each other better. Though it does give a little anxiety as to what would be the perfect gift. But you don't have to worry about it because this episode is all about a perfect gift guide for you. Because this episode is a gift guide for Christmas. So stay tuned. <laughs> 